Welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. In each episode, I speak with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. If you enjoy the WSU Wheat Beat podcast, do us a favor and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. And leave us a review while you're there so others can find the show too. My guest today is Aaron Esser. Aaron is with WSU Extension in Lincoln and Adams counties. He has been with WSU for more than 20 years. About 10 years ago, he took over the chair for the WSU Wilkie Farm Management Committee. The WSU Wilkie Research and Extension Farm is a 340-acre facility on the eastern edge of Davenport, Washington, in the intermediate rainfall zone. In 2018, Aaron accepted interim leadership of the WSU Cereal Variety Testing Program. In August of this year, Dr. Clark Neely, formerly with Texas A&M University, took over the leadership of the Cereal Variety Testing Program. Hello, Aaron. Hello, Drew. So, you were always a very busy guy, but the last uh, couple years, year and a half, you've been very busy. Tell me a little bit about your experience leading the WSU Variety Testing Program. Um, yes, it has been quite an interesting and busy last year and a half. Um, but before I get into talking about just the overall experience, I really need to thank a lot of people. Um, you know, it was on an interim basis, and the only way I would have that allowed me to do it on an interim basis is that um, Ryan Higginbotham, the predecessor to the program, really left it in great shape. That really allowed me to kind of step in and you know keep it for no better term on autopilot. Um, so, so that was, uh, I really appreciate what Ryan did to the program before I took it over. And then the technicians, um, without their work and support, and they really went up and over the top to make sure that, that this program would continue to, to succeed. Um, Vadim Wyckoff, Andrew Horton, um, this year, Josh Demakin, and, and their efforts have been tremendous. Um, without the plant readers, Michael, Mike Pumphreys, um, Aaron Carter, Kim Campbell, um, all their support really made it, um, allowed me to to take over this position on an interim basis. And then, of course, my staff, um, Dusty Kistler in, in Adams County, Derek Apple up at the Wilkie Farm. Um, without their effort, it, it really wouldn't have happened or have gone as smooth as it did. Yeah, it really does take a lot of support people to make these <clears throat> positions uh Work. We, we we tend to be the ones out in front of the public, but they tend to be the ones who make I, things I, actually come along. It's really scary how much you rely on on their help and support, and how they can make a person look pretty good. Um, I also need to thank Rich Koenig um, and the administration for all their help and support to carry this program on, and then the Washington Grain Commission. Without the funding, um, there really is no program. So I really appreciate the funding for this program. It's a, it's an important uh, service, really, to the industry and to the growers. So yeah. uh, I'm glad we were able to get somebody of your capability in there to fill in until we could get permanent uh, leadership with Dr. Yeah. Neely. So, and it's been – in some of the other experiences, you know, we talked about the thank yous and stuff, but, you know – it's really neat to look at how much good material is coming along for farmers. I mean, 
You mentioned I've been here for 20, 21 years now, Drew. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> um, you know, when I came in in the days of in Adams County, farmers either planted Briel or Eltan or Briel and Eltan. And, you know, those were the choices. And what type of choices the farmers have today? Um, I look at in the low rainfall zone, there's 48 different entries that we have in those trials. There's a lot of good material. You know, and you look at those old standard varieties, the L-Tans and the Matsons of the world, look how far down the list they've been pushed. And that's really a compliment to to all the breeders and, and the work that they've been doing to really kick out some really positive genetics. Okay. Um, so, you know, the wheat breeding programs have been very strong. We've had other programs besides WSU now coming to the market, bringing some material. What can you tell us a little bit about how the program works and some of the highlights of what you've uh, witnessed. You've been associated with these variety testing programs, but not in charge of them for a number of years. So did you see some things differently being in charge that maybe you hadn't observed before uh, that uh, struck your uh, attention and, and really made you focus in on some of these aspects of the variety testing program? It's actually interesting, Drew, just going back on varieties. And I kind of joke about it, but sometimes I don't joke about it. I felt I actually probably knew the varieties better, especially in the in my area, better before I took on this role. Um, once you take on this role, when you look at Walla Walla in those combined studies with Oregon State and the Dayton location, I think we had 198 different entries. <laughs> and when you start talking stripe rust and sea stripe and, you know, all these different numbers, falling numbers and test weights and proteins, you know, all of a sudden, it takes, you know, a lot of stuff, and, you, and, and it's really interesting how quick you can lose track of the five or six varieties you knew really well. And then when you start throwing all those together, it just kind of turns into a big – there's a lot of numbers involved, <laughs> I, I think. Um, and it's not hard to, to get some of those numbers, um, you know, tweaked or – misplaced or or things like that so that was one of the things that really struck me as as um as interesting is just the amount of data and trying to keep all that data straight and organized and making it available to farmers in a timely manner it, it really is a pretty integral process and you know i had an idea how the variety testing program was tied into these different areas or i knew it was but i didn't know how it happened and when you look at how, you know, when we get the samples in, the varieties come in untreated, we do tests, uh, we seed counts, treat, and everything else so we can treat these varieties fairly in all these locations. And then you got Dr. Chen pulling um, seed away for um, to run stripe rust, and we're sending samples to University of Idaho to to um for um hessian fly scoring and we're sending people are pulling samples for the for quality and people are pulling samples for for this and dr tim murray takes stuff for um to run his testing and and sea stripe and um foot rot resistance to get those numbers that all end up on a chart so it really is pretty interesting to see how it really does tie into um how how integral it ties into so much within the WSU cereal grain systems. So do you see yourself uh, next year when you're no longer the lead of this, you're back uh, in your in your role in the counties, um, approaching the variety testing 
field day tours maybe differently or what do you, what do you see that you might do differently now that you've been in charge of this for a little while that maybe um, you wouldn't have done if you hadn't served in this position? I really look forward to working with Dr. Clark Neely and, and helping him get through some of this and the, you know, the field day gauntlets and, but what will I be different? Um, you know, there's some things on the scheduling of it. We had some snafus, you know, I talk about low lives of the, of the, of this and things that fall through the cracks, you know, the scheduling. And we had a couple miscommunications on what trial is going to be starting first. Are we going to the spring week first or, Oh wait, no, the, organizer of it who happened to be maybe I'm going to say the Spokane concert or the Spokane Crop Improvement Association. Oh yeah, we're going to go to the legumes first. Uh, well, I have the wheat breeders already waiting at the winter wheat plots and no cell phone reception to, to tell them, hey, change the plans. And so there's little things like that that really need to be ironed out ahead of time. Um, and that's one of the things, whether it's my trials or these other trials, is to make sure the, those details are taken care of beforehand. So can you talk a little bit about some of the highlights or some of the things you really um, enjoyed about the, the leadership of the variety testing program? Um, yeah. You know, some of the things I, I really appreciate and, and liked about it is the people involved. Um, meeting, you know, I kind of had some relationship with some of the people, but not all of them. Um, Riley Hilly from from AgriPro, Syngenta, um, Frank Curtis from Lima Grain, um, Lindsay Krigler from, from Westbred, getting an opportunity to meet with those, um, have some a lot more one-on-one -on -one discussions and learning about what they're doing, where they want to go with their program, as well as our own breeders, um, having a lot more opportunities to talk and discuss with them of what's going on in, in the greater scheme of things within the wheat industry, I think is extremely important. And, and that was one of the things I'll, I'll take away is, you know, a little bit bigger picture. Um, you know, weed control, you know, it's when you start driving south of Adams County and start going towards that border towards Oregon, you really see a lot of changes. And a lot of the changes were kind of eye struck with the amount of downy brome and stuff that those guys are facing. Um, and that was kind of one of the eye opening experiences is how bad some of those areas are getting with um with the downy brome coming in, the Italian ryegrass. Um, they really have a, a pretty good fight on their hands down there. Um, I like the area, traveling around, looking at different areas. Um, the location at Mayview, it's just beautiful up there. Just the canyons, the river, the animals, the wheat, all looks beautiful. Um, the locations at Walla Walla, Farmington, Fairfield, um, even St. Andrews, um, just getting to see some of those unique and, and cool locations that, you, you know, when you get stuck in one little area, you don't get an opportunity to experience some of that. So that's been one of the, the biggest highlights, uh, the people and the area. So um, now that you have all this extra time, you've stepped back from the leadership and you're just doing 120% of the job instead of 200%. Uh, what are you going to do with all this extra time that you have on your hands? Um, <laughs> that one always makes me chuckle a little bit on, on time. Um, there's always something there to fill something in and, and fill in a gap. Um, you know, I really look forward to, 
getting some more programs going within the Lincoln Adams extension area, getting back to, you know, some of that stuff that, that got dropped. Um, some of that, the Wilkie farm, I'm really excited about where we're, where we're going with that whole farm and, and the amount of research going on at, at that location um, and, and start pushing the envelope a little bit more on the agronomy side of things, as well as weed control. You know, that's, it was a heightened alertist of traveling across the state to look at the amount of weeds. And, you know, even on the way down, I, I passed a chickpea field and how I, you know, how much dog fennel may we count mayweeds in that field. Um, you know, we have a lot of issues. There's nothing short or nothing that we can't be tackling. Um, you know, economics are in the forefront right now, spending more time on enterprise budgeting. I got my degree in ag business, getting back to some of that. And then I also want to spend maybe a little bit more time working on farm stress and farm stress management. Um, hoping to put together a, a team to work on some of those issues moving forward. Well, I've watched you since I've been here and I've never seen you uh, slow down. So I don't expect to see a slowdown, but uh, a re-emphasis uh, in some different areas. So um, I'm sure the, the farmers and growers in your area will be happy to see you uh, return to that. And I'm sure Clark will be happy to get your, your uh, support as he gets started in this very and important I'll, new position. I look forward to helping Clark get up and rolling. Um, I don't really have a lot of plans to give him a lot of information. I mean, the changes I would do, I kind of want him to experience a little bit of it, but I'm really looking forward to bouncing ideas with him when we've been bouncing ideas back and forth. Um, so I really look forward to where this program is going. You know, Ryan started it. I got to kind of just maintain it. Um, or Ryan didn't start it, but, you know, it started a long time ago, but from what Ryan had, I got to maintain it, and I really look forward to what, what Clark is going to do with it as it moves into the future. Um, there's going to be a lot of, you know, changes. Um, you know, I keep telling what I've seen in the last 20 years, since you brought that up the first time, Drew, the 20 years, and what we're going to see in the next 10 years, I, I think is going to be dramatically different. Um, so it'll be interesting to see see what happens moving forward. Well, I look forward to seeing that as well. Aaron, thanks for coming in and spending some time with me today. Thanks, Drew. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us and listening to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions or topics you'd like to hear on future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon, that's L-Y-O-N, at wsu.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu and on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications in the College of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next time.